Mike, turn your games down. Hi, we're episode 267 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Helberton, and who's in Istanbul with me tonight? This is Joe Butler, and hey, look, I brought grenades. Why? Hey, this is Alan Petrosi, and just like any assassin should, we're doing this operation at night for once. I'm my choice, but yes. <laughs> and I am Richard Miles. No, wait, I'm Desmond Auditore de Friends. No, I'm Ezio. I mean, uh, no, I'm all tired. Wait, I'm so confused. My mind is in pieces. I do know I have, I do have a YouTube channel, Rich Kale, and I have fixed up on various websites. <laughs> Welcome back, a, all of you. That's a good one, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> so we are here to talk about a game that I did not remember as well as I thought I did. To be honest, like, I just realized, oh, I did not, like, Assassin's Creed Revelation, which came out in, which I did not have pull up, uh, 2011 for Excuse PS3, 360, everything at this point, feels like Windows. <laughs> Excuse you, Mike, it's Revelations, the I comes before the A, just like Resident Evil Revelations. But this was spelled correctly. This is spelled correctly. Let's not argue how to say that one. I mean, I I think almost any uh, any of those uh, seriously overly devout Christians know how to spell how to pronounce the word. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I do have a Bible next to me. It, it uses it to hold up my my screen, my laptop screen, or not my laptop, but my computer monitor. Isn't that what we're supposed to use the Bible for? This is a this is a book rest. <laughs> hold up your monitor. You yeah, I and mean, I've been doing it for over a year and a half. It worked for it was just the right thing to put there to just raise it up enough so I could look easier. Uh, I, I mean, the Bible I, is supposed to be a very uplifting story, mm-hmm. so it is. <laughs> Technically, I uh, now it's I just practical. I mean, I wouldn't do that myself. I used an old textbook to li- lift up the TV that uh, out in the living room area. So, <laughs> but I'm a but, bit of an atheist, so there's that. But un- unlike. Resident Evil Revelations, this actually has Revelations. <laughs> yes, so, it does have there in the story, yes. This is my third time beating this game. <laughs> and I want to say, this will be my last time beating this game. Not because it's be- not because it's not good or anything like that, just because you shouldn't beat Assassin's Revelations three times. Like, I think that's uh, pushing it there. Very much the In a 15-year time span? Mm, yeah, it's not too bad. No, but I'm just like, why have I played this game three times? Because you didn't play it four times. Like, we're not going to. So I played this, have a tank mission. Oh, that was nice. I played this in 2012, yeah. I think, because Ubisoft always got Ubisoft games dirt cheap on a Gamefly sale back then for 360. Then I played this for PS3 maybe six, seven years ago, and then I played it this past week. So that's my history of Revelations. What about you, Joe? I played Revelations probably like... I think I played all of them like right back to back after they all came out because I don't remember getting like a 360 until maybe 2011, 2012, which is weird because I very specifically remember this game coming out and being really excited for it and the others. So that's weird. But, uh, you know, I I played this once. Uh, I didn't get a chance to play it this month because February is surprisingly busy month for me currently with everything new coming out. But I, I remember this game well enough and it was okay and I feel like honestly if I had time to play it I would have but I also have a job where I have to stand on my old man feet all day and then come home and I usually knock out so I was yeah hey retail's worth it for that high pay right Ooh, I'm making half of what I used to make no, I know. <laughs> that's like my my mother's like oh you're gonna go back to retail someday I'm like fuck no if I can help it <laughs> if I I go I wish I could go back to retail where either it was either high paying or I get to sit in the back the whole time as a manager yeah that'd probably be fine but... <laughs> there you go 
Oh, I'll never forget when I worked at FedEx and I got to sit down. And I was like, this is amazing. Now I sit all day, unfortunately. But that's they, they had a meeting last week telling us that if if even the, the store could be spotless and if it is a store is spotless, we still have no reason to sit down. We must stand up and reclean the store over and over until it's time for us to go home. So look busy. Yeah. Dang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they can eat. They can eat my butt. Yeah, that's. Yep, that's retail. I had a. I used to work with a guy. His favorite. His favorite thing to say. If you got. If they're holding down the table, Makes he loves like to say that. He's like, if they want to hold down the table, they can do it on the other side of the counter. Like, man, you do know. You do know we need employees to run these business, right, guys? Like, we fire everybody. It ain't gonna work out well. But that's neither here nor there. And <laughs> Richard, what is your history with this game? This was the first time I played. This was the start of la- uh, at the end of last year. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Wow. And Alan. Yeah, He's, that's why I've been playing. Part of why I've been playing these so fast was for his show, and I'm enjoying it. I love this. I'm loving it so far. I'm glad. I'm really glad that you're getting to experience this series for the first time in 2024. So, like 2023, 20, yeah, whatever. But I'm happy you're experiencing it for the first time. Well, this one had a nice little up. Uh, I there were a lot of things I liked about this one. I mean, of course, you've got the view from over uh, Constantinople or Istanbul or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I'm I surprised we didn't. I, I, I'm surprised we didn't have a might be giant start in anywhere in here. Although I, maybe Kenneth would have done that. He might have know what you're talking about. Yes, I know it's a band, but that's all I know. I know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they played at my college one year. That sounds cool. They didn't like it. They got lost on the way. <laughs> and Alan, what is your history with this game? I played this game back in 2013 in the worst way you could have experienced it, where uh-huh. I was in a situation where I was at a friend's house staying over the night. But I had to leave the next day, so I had to beat the entire game. I had to mainline the entire story in one night. I stayed up and didn't go to bed, basically. <laughs> Played the whole thing in like eight hours. It was awful. I don't remember anything <laughs> until I replayed it for this just now. Well, that's good, though. I mean, that's good you got to experience it again after all this time. Oh, yeah. it's um, It held up. Yes, it, like, had, it had a lot of very good things in it. One drawback, I, though. But so I remember not liking this game. I remember thinking this is a, a bad game. And what I my takeaway is you just don't want to play this immediately after playing Brotherhood. That's my takeaway. Oh, yeah, that's fair. The last time I played this, I had beaten Assassin's Creed 2. Then I went right to Brotherhood. Then I went right to Brotherhood. And I went right to this right in a row. And I was burned out at this point. And this is all, you're good. I'll say this is also the issue where EA and Ubisoft really had the big issue of shitting these things out year after year after year and not really changing a lot because i think this is too oh yeah because this, this is 2011 and assassin's creed 3 is very specifically 202012 for very specific reasons involving the story that i completely keep forgetting about but the end of the world yeah the so-called end of the world yeah that was a big thing mm-hmm. maybe the world did end and we're all just in a dream we're the animus this is it <laughs> You do realize that if that was true, that my, then my my, da- my daughter had a very sucky sixth birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I forget about the 2012 was supposed to be the end of the world. I remember that. There was a whole movie about it. Yeah, I saw it, unfortunately, yeah, in theaters. About it. And I forgot I mean, it existed until last week when I watched, when I covered Serendipity and was looking at John Cusack's filmography. Oh, yeah, that was a movie. Yeah, you know, it was always running in my mind after I first heard of it, and then it really started running in my mind when your daughter was born, so, you know. <laughs> fair. Completely fair. There, there, There's also, like, a it, it's one of my favorite, like, weird tropes about this game, about games and media and stuff like that. 
And it's this one, which is like, oh, yeah, the whole plot of like the original Assassin's Creed trilogy, including one, two, Brotherhood, Revelations, the uh, three is, you know, the 2012 is happening. And then the other one is like, what's the other weird one? Oh, yeah, the plot for Tomb Raider with the live action movie is that the bad guys are the Illuminati. Ooh. <laughs> Illuminati was the bad guys in a lot of stuff in there uh, at, at that time. Well, it's because 9-11 hadn't happened yet, so. Yeah. Yeah. I was just Tomb Raider was a good movie though. It's a good movie. I was impressed how much this game like connects Assassin's Creed one and two in Revelations. Te- I mean everything technically like kind of connects. Like I was like it was impressive. Like I gave this I this game was decently fun. Yeah. I mean it's not as big as Brotherhood, but like Alan said, there's no tank mission, so that's a plus. <laughs> yeah, and I now that I could actually do the side stuff, I could actually realize like oh I could play as Altair. What <laughs> is that side? Or I thought that was you had to do that. The first one, I think maybe, but I, you know, again, this was like you know ten years ago. And I yeah, think I, that, I, that was one night. thing I've. I noticed. was drunk, <laughs> tired. <laughs> that was one thing I noticed. I mean, when I like one of the things I watch in these games is like the sequential memories, and of course, once I got into you know we, had, we started having the Sophia quests. God, I loved those. Those were fun. Oh, and I did look it up. She's supposedly, in quotation, supposedly in her 30s. So it's not that bad because he's 50 something. But it looked like she was like 21. I'm like, I'm not okay with this. Uh, back in that day. I know. Back in that day, it didn't matter. But I was like, eh. but no, I don't. I know. Different times. Well, she was a beautiful woman and she's well read. I like that. I do too. I, I really enjoyed her in this. Oh. I enjoyed the whole story of this game. Yeah. So, Great boxes like. Ezio, Ezio, so that hooray. It's one thing where you know it it is Ezio too, where that that man could get whatever he wanted because he is just the smoothest motherfucker ever. But uh, one one thing while I I watched the cutscenes, we all completely skipped the broken heart side quest in Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, didn't we? I did it. Yeah, I don't know if I talked about it, but I know I did it. We did not talk about. We did not talk about it. Where in Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Ezio rekindles his love for his girlfriend from the first from the first oh, let's say first I game. That. Yeah, I just yeah. Did it. Shit I just, where he, yeah, we totally didn't talk about it. He disguises himself and she thinks it's her husband, like <laughs> and she's making Ooh. out with him. Nope, oh, a different man. So Yeah. Yeah, but she that's some telenovela stuff right there. Yeah. <laughs> As a guy who was watching a telenova for a little while, you were correct. Yeah, that was I think yeah, those were neat little that in that game, but this game I like that the, the Sophia quest missions, they were actually part of the memory sequence, but you could do them in any or, well, at any order before you finish the quote memory sequence. In the past ones, it was always memory, 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 move on to the next. And if it was extra, it didn't matter. Yeah, it has its own strain, right? Its own yeah. memory sequence. Yeah. But this one, they were in there. They were part of the main memory sequence. But you did them out of order. I mean, I'm running around doing those and trying to avoid doing the main memory sequence because I'm going to build up my capital and have a nice little income mm-hmm. coming in. And doing the Sophia missions like books, books, it's, books, books. I love books. It's nice. Like Also, this game has nowhere near the amount of side stuff as Brotherhood had. And I'm OK with that. Absolutely. This is true. This is true. It's a much smaller game. And I feel like that might have been a complaint to... Me in 2012, it is not a complaint to me in 2024. <laughs> I will say that. It's how yeah, well, how many games night. you play a year? <laughs> uh, over 60. Easy. Yeah. 70 somewhere. <laughs> I, yeah. 
it, it's a lot. I don't know how, but yeah. No, I mean, this game is just, it, it's good. I mean, it took everything, like, you have the same gameplay that you're used to from 2 and 1 and, and Brotherhood. It adds a few different things, like you add the hook blade to this one, which makes traversal a little better, and you have Never. a few other things you can do, but... Oh, yeah. That's fun. Foot zip line! That was cool. And I like it that you're, you know, this is the final chapter of Ezio, of Ezio, and just, like, the way that it you know, it shows that he left Italy, and it's been, what, I think, three years since Brotherhood, from what I was reading online. Mm-hmm. And he goes back to Constantinople slash Istanbul, where Altier was years ago or nearby. Yeah, so, I mean, sure. it's a nice wrap-up. Like, this could have been the end of the series, almost, and wrap up the whole thing. I mean, it's not, obviously, but... Well, I don't think Altier was exactly in Constantinople, but he asked, the, from what the Altier nearby, memories, he mm. asked the... Polo Brothers to take stuff there. Yes, that that that's what it is. Is he he gives the discs and he gives uh, the books all to uh, to the to the Polo Brothers and they hide it, they hide it in Constantinople. That's why whenever you get all of them, it reveals where the uh, or no maybe it gives you the key to open the vault in Mesa because he goes he goes to the vault. So I and I, you start the game off at the vault. So yeah, I guess I, I guess so. Oh no, yeah, he ends up. It's a whole story thing. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he starts in Masif, he fights the he fights the Crusaders or not Crusaders, but the Templars, and then he ends up going to Constantinople. Constantinople, fuck, I don't know why. Constantinople. Istanbul. No, go Istanbul. I can say Istanbul. It's close enough. So he goes there, and then that's where mostly, you know, pretty much most of the game takes place. But I don't uh, think they're that far from each other, in, you know, ge- geographically. But before we get there, the one thing that is absolutely my favorite part of this game is the opening, which isn't also the opening, but the trailer for this game is oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful and fantastic. I remember when it was revealed at E at uh, E three. I have a soft spot for like trailers that have like licensed music. It's hey, this Joe, one. Huh. What's E three? Shut up. It's uh, it's this and uh, the Dead Space two trailer that has like the Smashing Pumpkins Rat in a Cage song or whatever. Like uh, yeah, both of those I think came out the same year, and I'm like it, absolutely loving it of like how just like badass trailers are. Oh, for me, Dead Space 2 is just the your mom will hate this game. <laughs> oh, that my was, God. I love those. So it's good marketing, though. It was yeah. good game, too. Go listen to an episode on the show. <laughs> Go look it up. We did all three. <laughs> More power to you. I don't think you I could even get through. If I would have gotten into that series, I don't think I would have gotten through two. There's some moments. But yeah, one's one's fucking amazing. Yeah, but I mean, the stuff with, with Mesa is cool. And then just the way that this game does such a good job of, like, we were talking about the books. You get the books and you get the keys. Every time you get a key, you go and play an Altier mission, essentially, where you're seeing him from, I think, af- pretty much after what happened in Assassin's Creed 1, you kind of see his evolution and things that happened to him as he aged and how he was, he left the, he left the Assassins pretty much and went in exile and then eventually comes back. His wife, Maria, who was from the... Who's more in the Bloodlines games? I still have not played yet for this podcast. PSP game, and then also mentioned she mentioned it too, and she was and she was in Assassin's Creed One, the woman yeah. you don't kill. You see her get murdered in this, and I mean, it does a really good job of just showing you what Altier was doing and, and everything with the apple. And I yeah. really appreciate that. Oh yeah, it's... loose ends for sure. Oh yeah, it did a really good job of that. Like I was surprised how good the Altier stuff was because I had no memory of it. Yep, like I same. Didn't... Any of it. I, I knew it was in the game because I remembered the game, but I was surprised. Like, this is actually pretty damn good. This I, game got an 80 Metacritic score, by the way. People did like yeah. it at the time. They just thought it was like Brother 2.0. What was the time where people were just upset to get the same game? Like, 
a story based game. I think this Let's is also not talk about Left 4 Dead 2. <laughs> they were mad about that too, weren't they? There was a I'll say in parentheses boycott established. <laughs> it didn't work. I get it, but it's like they make if you don't like it, just wait. It'll drop in price. Buy it then. Like you don't have to parentheses air quotes. My bad. You don't have <laughs> to buy something for sixty bucks. Okay, like just wait. Where Assassin's Creed Brotherhood people say is over over glorified DLC, this is. I also low-key kind of believe is a little bit over-glorified DLC. <laughs> I mean, sure, but people spend 60 bucks for Call of Duty, and if I want to play an old Call of Duty game, I'm still spending 30 bucks at this point to play some of them, or 20. <laughs> and that's yeah. on sale, I'm paying 20. So, yeah. you know, like, yeah. you just, this, I'm, I'd rather play this. <laughs> hey, this and, has better scenery, if you ask me. Oh, it does. It's got a good story, and it I was entertained. I beat this game it within a week. longer than Modern Warfare 3 does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. Like, no, it was, I was having a good time. Like, I was running around the, the map and doing, I tried to buy, all, I, I bought all the shops. And I mean, the only thing I didn't like that this game added is when you buy a shop, it makes your Templar awareness meter go up by a lot. That's yeah. why I, whenever I bought a shop, I made sure I had money for the shop and a little hundred extra. And I'm like, buy a shop, find a, find one of the heralds. Yeah. I have money. Talk good about me. But it was just, I just, that was the only, like, that was really my only complaint with this game was that. And that's a minor, minor complaint. Well, it's also, it prevented us having to worry about den defense missions. <laughs> I never did them. Except for the one the game makes to you, I never did them. Exactly. Same thing here. I did not want to do that again. That's but one I of the big, big complaints of this game are those, what the fuck are those called now? Den uh, tower now. defense. Yes. We'll just say tower defense. I mean, that is, it is a tower defense, essentially. And that was, wasn't that a big thing at this time in gaming? Yeah, because they did it in Brotherhood, I thought. No, did they? No, they didn't do it in Brotherhood. That's Brotherhood. a new thing for here. That's right. I, I just knew one of these games. Could there were about. some so games one. that work on the tower defense scenario. Well, so there yeah, were a bunch a on. Big thing. It, well, it might have been a big thing at that time. I personally didn't <laughs> like it because it was a distraction I really didn't need. I mean, yeah, you get a bone, you get a bonus for, you know, doing that if you do them enough of them. But is it really worth it? No. Would you have preferred a horde mode, as was also the style at the time? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) We got tacked on multiplayer. Mm -hmm. I mean, I did like getting my assassins up to the level where they could defend the the place. Yeah, I had mine pre-maxed out. Yeah, same here. But that was also something that was introduced in Brotherhood. Yeah, the assassins are. And in this one, this was a lot more in depth because you're trying to get regain control cities too. Which was really cool that you could do that. You could send out your assassins like for the mission that you had in Brotherhood, where you and then. But this one, you had to take over cities and you had to defend them. I like that. Now it gave you something more to do. Like there were multiple times in this game where I was playing it, then I got busy and would just let the game run. So my assassins would do stuff and I would get money. Except there was one issue with that. Every so often, I'd look back and his health would be halfway gone. <laughs> the assassins. He'd get stabbed by, by somebody. That's why I figured I'd let it. Yeah, that, that, was a, that was a neat little surprise, too. Same. Didn't affect me any. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'll just go heal. But that was, that was a cool touch that you are being hunted. And if you leave the game idle for too long, you will be hunted and, and stabbed. Oh, yeah. I mean, I there was a few where I, no. Lazy ass assassins don't even check to see if you're dead. <laughs> you're just there. No, they just stab you right away. Even when you're not playing. Yep. They don't even look behind them. They're just like, bye. I'm assuming so, you're dead. Alan, did you play this on PC or a, th- or a 360? 
I played it on Series X through uh, the okay. SEO collection, so runs at you know 60 frames, 1080p. It was fine. It was great, That's actually. Nice. My but initial when, memories were the 360 version chugging. When I played this on PC, I it, I started playing it and it kept like it couldn't. It was just kept glitching out almost. I'm like, what is wrong with this? It's moving really slow. I had to go in file folder and find a particular file and delete said file to make the game run good. Yikes. What the fuck? What the hell? That's what I had. I looked up and like, why is my game all glitchy like this? Were you like playing this? on Steam Deck again? No, no. I actually don't play Ubisoft and games on Steam Deck because I did something I shouldn't have done. And they won't work now. You got IP banned? <laughs> no, I don't think it was that. I, I, I think I was messing with some file. I was trying to do something to get it to run better, to bypass something, and it didn't work. So. Hmm. He zigged when he should have zagged, and he took the uh, took that wrong turn uh, turn in Albuquerque. I was trying to set up Epic so I could play Immortals Phoenix Rising on my Steam Deck, and it just I could I don't know what I did, but Ubisoft games are just horrendous to play because all the DRM, especially these ones, the D, the DRM in these is shit on PC. By the way, it's still <laughs> bad. Like for example, like to play this, you have to put in the code, the activation code. You have to go in your Steam library, right click it, go to like properties. And then it'll show the code, copy the code, and paste the code into into Ubisoft to get the game to start. And then every, like, multiple times I started this game, it wanted my password before it let me play it to make sure I actually paid for it. I'm just like, it's, you think you would have deactivated DRM? Library. Like, you know, you know it's yeah. been over 10 years, guys. Like, you can deactivate yeah. the DRM now. <sighs> yeah, well, I have. I deal with it. Oh, I mean, I, I dealt with it. <laughs> but deleting the file was not... inconvenience. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm a, I'm a console gamer where I'm just like, I put the disc in the box and I press the button and there it goes. So, but I, yeah, I got over it. But it was just like, it was just weird. Like, I haven't had to delete a file in a while. That was strange. But thankfully, Google, somebody had the answer for me. So, thank you, Google. Hey, I was having a little trouble the other day when I was recording some uh, Assassin's Creed 2 and I had that lock up right when Ezio gets the blade. Also, I had another glitch when whenever I would do the Desmond stuff, like if I went through the gates, the game would go to a black screen, look like it's DOS loading. It would crash my game sometimes and like shrink down and the game would reopen back up. Oh, that happened with me, too. OK, so it wasn't just me. Yeah. Aren't you aren't you bummed, Alan? You didn't play on PC for this game? I mean, I had crashes like just a couple of times. It just crashed to the dashboard. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, lovely. <sighs> I didn't say I'll be to be fair. Like these are the Ezio collection wasn't exactly optimized initially anyway. That's what I heard. But it, you know, it works. Oh, did the Ezio collection come with the DLC? Yeah, the game, game? The, yeah. the Switch one does. That's wait, nice. Or wait, the one, the re- did they not on console on any of them or just the Switch? Well, it, it will on PC if I bought the Gold Edition, which I did not. Uh, I'd have to relook, but I remember doing all the, the DLC if that was in like Assassin's Creed 2. Yeah, that was included on the PC version of what I played. But in this game, it the stuff where you play as Clay, Subject 16, wasn't available if I bought it for 10 bucks. I would wait. I remember I was able to do like the first person uh, platforming. There's first person stuff as Desmond, but there's also first person stuff as Clay. Mm-hmm. Ah, I thought they were both part of the DLC. Okay. No, the Desmond stuff was in the game originally where you have to, I found out you have to collect 30 animus, those little animus squares throughout the open world to unlock all five of his memories that kind of talk about a childhood. Mm-hmm. Well, it talks mm-hmm. about childhood and it leads up to him becoming a bartender and him living with the assassins, leaving the assassins and all that stuff. Yeah, that was actually very interesting to it go was. through. I liked it. I mean, I, I remember having to collect stuff. I remember that stuff being available from like the start. I just had to do them in order. Am I crazy? They might have changed it. Might have. I mean, I mean, the PC had... version is the original version of the game. Unfortunately, you yeah. had to acquire a certain amount of animus fragments in the game to open each memory up. Yeah, 
You need a 30 altogether. You need a 25 to get the map of the scrolls. So oh. there's 110 little fragments I never got. I, I stopped at. No, there's 30. only 100. Only 100? Huh. I, I, that's how much pay attention I paid to it. <laughs> yeah, the fun ones, the, the fun ones were in that final section. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Too much work. Hey, much work I loved exploring. Yeah, but you also don't play a game every week for a podcast. No, I'm only working my way through 14, maybe 14, 15 games a week or in the two week <laughs> cycle. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, you've got a lot of game, but you, yours is you can kind of do it your own pace a little bit more. You're nuts. You guys are nuts. Yes, yes, I, yes, we are. Well, no for part of it's I just it's been my own little thing to do. I mean, it helped me, you know, get over my the loss of my wife. So you know, that's the right games are a wonderful escape and just oh yeah, a wonderful part. I mean, hell, one of the things I look forward to the most in my life at times are playing games and recording podcasts. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, that. like that's one of my favorite things to do. Uh, but no, I me mean, out and like the Desmond stuff. So right when Assassin's Creed Brotherhood ends, is when he stabs. Spoiler: He stabs Lucy. And this game, then he's in the he's in the Animus, and you have small parts that are modern day in quotations where he's talking to Subject Sixteen as the game progresses. But it's much less than what we're used to. So yeah, uh, I, I, I almost lost it when I heard uh, when I heard Desmond's father. <laughs> Who is it? John, John Delancey. Who's that? Q from Star Trek: Next Generation. Oh, okay, that's why I don't know. Wait, what, okay. what, what was his name? John Delancey John... is his the actor's name. Oh, okay. I thought you said. Was... Tom, uh, I thought you said I thought you meant Clancy, and I was like, "Wait, you mean SpongeBob or Mr. Krabs? That guy?" <laughs> no, no. Uh, John no. Delancey is famous for Q in Star Trek: Next Generation. He was also in Breaking Bad for like a couple episodes. He was Christian Ritter's father. Didn't know that. He he voiced Discord in My Little Pony. Friendship is magic. Oh, really? Yeah, that's yeah. how I got started watching the show. I mean, we got when we moved into the apartment, we had our we had our cable. I made sure we had family. Uh, a discovery channel or whatever it was at the time. And, uh, you know, I, my daughter was getting into my little pony and she, you know, Saturday morning and I'm hearing the, uh, an ad for the upcoming season. I'm hearing John Delancey say, what? <laughs> I, I loved hearing that stuff with, with Desmond's father. Like it's a cool, I think one of my other, my big complaint in 2012 to this game was the fact that I wanted more story after Desmond stabbed Lucy and I didn't get it in this game. It's That's in this fair. game, but I didn't get it. His mind is a mess, and basically when they put him in the Animus, it was, to, in turn, was helping stabilize his mind. Yeah, they, but it, it bothered me that I didn't get my answers right away. They, yeah. also, they also created the most badass jacket known to man. <laughs> oh? When I was a young baby teenager boy, I went to GameStop and literally spent every penny I had just to buy that black eagle back eagle like it even had a zipper on top for the assassin the des the black desmond hoodie oh okay. yeah yeah and uh e ubisoft sold like a 200 dollars version where the eagle was like em embroidered in the back That's but uh cool. i had that hoodie for like at least a good solid three years and then the top zipper broke and i never wore it again <laughs> i get it oh when i was at the ren fest one time there was some guy dressed up in full assassin gear like SEO from assassin's Creed 2 yeah that <laughs> ah, was fucking awesome it's like a 30 piece costume. Fucking awesome. Dude, I remember when I got the collector's edition for Gears of War 2 that came with like cog tags, like that were like pretty heavy. <laughs> I just remember wearing those to school every day. <laughs> <laughs> Cringe. 
Yeah. It's, See, uh-huh. I miss out on this stuff. I, 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 the game comes out when I'm in my 30s, and I'm playing it in my fort, late, you know, towards the end of my 40s. <laughs> oh, wait till I. We're gonna. We're this show will get to Gears of War someday. It might take me a couple years, but I will get to Gears. Oh, of War I'm in for those. Uh, uh, I'm slowly starting to actually try to knock out series. So, but we'll see. You you say that, Alan, but is at least you wore something cool. You could have gotten the gold Africa necklace that came as a pre-order for for Resident Evil Five. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I mean, God, that game. <sighs> okay. To certain people, that would look great. I just, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I've seen the picture of what you look like, and you're white, so there'd be a little bit of an issue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yep. yeah. depending on where you're at, they might be like, uh, excuse me. So, even though South Africa at one, well, was very, is very white, depending on where you're at. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so, like, this game, I felt did a good job of, like, just streamlining the open world. Only a little bit of the map is locked away to you for a little bit of the game. Like, you get, like, Brotherhood, they locked up huge sections that I couldn't go to. This map is also a lot smaller than Brotherhood, too. Yeah. Except Which, for that top part being separated by, ocean but you can swim across by the way if you really want it you can i don't know yeah. why you did, but you can i never did i don't think i didn't either but no can. i'm like there's a fast travel sewer i'm just gonna you know smell yeah Close or the, the boats. tunnels that's all i did i used the boats a lot for some reason i didn't fast travel a whole lot in this game till near the end i for some reason i just ran back and forth from place to place i just oh, enjoyed the, the the travel i was just enjoying the parkour a lot it's istanbul was a very beautiful place to run about I mean, I, I enjoyed what, running about the rooftops or the streets. And every once in a while, though, you know, I, I stop and I'm like, what the hell? I hear this clink, clink, clink. And I'm like, what the hell is that? I mean, sometimes I had a like a, a stream, uh, Twitch stream running and I'm looking at theirs <laughs> like, that doesn't look like. And then I look at my map like, what are those, what are those red dots? I go up there. They're trying to take down the zip lines. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, I so, you know, I, yeah, I beat the crap out of them. <laughs> That's fair. It's like, oh, I mean, this is my zip lines. They had it coming. I, I do like that there's a whole assassin, like, you know, here before you get here, you know, showing that, like, there's more assassins tutorial. out there. Mm-hmm. It was nice to see. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I like the world building in this. I, I really appreciate seeing, you know, like how they're surviving and they live in cities and how they mentioned they, they bring there's a comment about how, you know, with Altair's days, they had a castle, but they they don't do that anymore. They live they live in the cities with the people they protect. Like, I thought that was cool. Yeah, that is very nice. It's, well, and again, and my my I'm going to keep butchering that name. But back then, castle was basically the guardian of the city. Yeah. But nowadays it's it, in these games. It's not you're in the city. The cities are big. Well, also, you're an assassin. You're, you know, you don't exactly want to be, you know, knowing who you are because they're going to kill you. You know, different day and age. Could you imagine (laughs) just living in an era where, like, literally, like, there's just a giant building that says "Hired Killers"? (laughs) (laughs) Wait till we get Assassin's Creed Ankh Morpork. You tag them, we bag them. You know what I mean? Oh, I do appreciate that Ottoman Empire is around here because you know they follow what history is supposed to be like. I like that. I thought well, yeah, I, that, I love all those touches. Yeah, that I was love, very nice. I love that these games came out right at the time of high school where I learned about each of these at the same time consecutively. <laughs> 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 like, Assassin's Creed comes out, 10th grade. The itinerary is literally the Renaissance. After that, 11th grade, Constantinople. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That's and the Greek right Fire way. It's so funny. 
did was three come out the following year? Was there a two year gap for three? No, that was following year. Okay. Yeah. yeah, literally. And then like, yeah, a 12th grade, you have to take government class. Assassin's Creed comes out. Great. <laughs> there. Hey, you experienced the right way then. There's also a uh, a one thing that I do like because story wise, it also makes sense, too, is that when it, it, like because Assassin's Creed one is obviously, you know, the, the town shambles and Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, you know, you're going somewhere else where there's also. But when you get here, there's kind of a whole line of dialogue. We're like, no, we're, we're assassins are here. We're doing what we do. We're a little green under the, you know, we're a little green behind the ears, but everything's working as it should. Yeah. And that was also very nice because you actually had an ex- I mean how they introduced it because this is at the time when Constantinople became Istanbul. I mean, I like that because when Ezio meets the, I guess the chief assassin down there, you know, Ezio is explaining how his name is Ezio Dottore de Frenzi. It's he is from Frenzi. So it's like, ah, so I would be whatever his name was, uh, uh, the Constantinople. It was cool. We'd love to see it. I mean, and I do like how they speak different languages throughout the game, too. And, like, you know, they'll just have different words that aren't in English and the rest of it. Like, it's fine. It was a nice touch. I was always wondering why you speak in Italian to people that don't speak Italian. But, hey, whatever. There was an Italian quarter. It was great. Apparently. <laughs> Little Venice or whatever. Uh, it, it was good. I was uh, impressed how much I enjoyed the story in this game. The combat, they actually, like, they made it harder. And which is not a bad thing. I didn't like it, but they they... I felt like they did some good changes to make this game different enough. They do add all the bomb system, which I use zero of in this game. Besides when the game made I was wondering when we were going to get. <laughs> I was using the bombs. I did all the bomb missions, the learning how to use the bombs. I like some of the bombs, especially, you know, they're good for creating distractions or causing, pro- you know, causing a little difficulties for you or against you. Like I would got this sticky bomb lob. He's mm-hmm. walking away, walk away, walk away, kaboom. I was so mad when I'd open up chests thinking like, ooh, money, 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 material. Mom, hey, that material. is money, money. Mom, I material. sold every right? single material I got. <laughs> That's how I bought but, stuff. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, but they're everywhere. And it's like, it just, it feels like I'm playing like the precursor to a mobile game. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't just, like where this is going. I mean, it's nice that the feature is there. And it's also nice that you can completely ignore the feature and it doesn't matter. Well, it's also, there was a thing. There were treasure chests in the area which had funds in it to help build up your money. But every the che- those chests would never regenerate. But these ones, they would regenerate. And you can tell because if you buy all the treasure maps, the ones that are on your map are the ones with money, like he's saying, and the ones that aren't are the bomb ship. So they weren't on my map. I just ignore them. What happened later on? So I, yeah. uh, I, know, I know video games are boring. And I, I, I kind of, I was talking to my partner about it the other day. I, uh, I know that they, they introduced bombs, but I think it's fine. But it doesn't help that it's, I, I forgot who I was watching. I want to say it was maybe Escapist that was reviewing with Yahtzee uh, back in the day. But it's kind of weird to have Ezio as an old man and still have him be like a walking, like, fucking, uh, a walking armory and then also add bombs. Yeah, I but th- he's in shape. He's a trained assassin. I'll take it. And it's a video game. And he's yeah. not carrying everything I mean, under the sun, too. I mean, let's face it, he only can carry three of each type of bomb. My my favorite one is the one is the blood bomb where you throw it at a person and they go, oh, my God, I'm dying. And then they just kind of fuck off. <laughs> I never did that, but I sold it. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy that I could do that. I could ignore this feature that the game gave me. and I could say, no, I don't want to play with your tools. And I didn't have to. <laughs> so that was nice. I mean, yes, the game probably would have been easier because those fucking Janissary guys are a bitch to fight. 
So, because you can't just counter like you could in Brotherhood as easily. You just counter and chain kill and everyone dies. Like, you, in this game, when you're chain killing, they will attack you. Oh, yeah. And he's slow, too, at it. Like, he is slow at chain killing. Like, in the other game, like, boom, 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 boom. Here, it's like, and I kill this guy, and I'll pull out my sword, and I'll go to well, kill the he next. is in his 50s. I know. True. <laughs> I mean, as a guy who's in his 30s, I, 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 like, I get it. Like, yeah. Hmm. We should start calling him Ezio Oldatore in this one. <laughs> Old and at oh, least if he, he got to the at least he settles down in this you know gets to the point where he settles down i mean that was the fun of part of the fun of the sophia missions i love that I he's do helping this woman he's falling in love with her i mean you can even tell it in between like i guess the memory sequence and he's writing to uh, his sister i thought that was a nice touch too yeah I mean, and I loved looking for the books. That was fun. Oh, oh, yeah. Of course, now, I'm also a reader. And I'm looking through these books on there, and it's like the Iliad. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Meta- Metamorphosis, yes. These are all literature that was around by that time. Literature I had to read in 10th grade. It was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you you definitely did experience this game right then. Like, at the right time. Like, that's perfect. I mean, wish I would have done that. But I graduated in 06, so I was a little too quick. I'm I sorry mean, for being certain... young. <laughs> okay. You should be. It's all your I'm fault. I'm going to be 30 this year. <laughs> Welcome but to I the enjoyed some of these side, each assassin that you start to put in charge of a den. They have missions to get them up, you know, in oh, the main sorry. story. I love that. I love some of those missions. That was really good. And you kind of start to see, like, some assassins have turned against the Assassin's Creed. Which... Yeah. That's going to come into play later, by the way, Richard. If we play more games, that will really come into play later. <laughs> so Yeah, I'm just also, I'm also re- worrying a little bit for when I get to four, well, to Black Flag on my channel. I mean, I did, uh, I, I feel like I'm going to have to go into the pirate voice. Four is that, amazing. Yeah, I did the pirate voice for all the uh, Monkey Island games. Oh, well, good luck. <laughs> a lot of game for four, okay? Like whew, we'll uh, gonna there, be, you're gonna, whew. yeah. If, if you have to go gravelly, you're goodbye to your voice. <laughs> yeah, Rogue four is gonna take you hours. Yeah, eighty hours of that'll be great. Rogue is after four, right? No, uh, it's yes, the same yes, time yes. essentially, give or take. You can just play them at the same time. Yeah. Well, to, well, to be fair, Rogue Rogue's a prequel to four. To be fair, oh, but, oh, I guess if you're, I thought by like really release order. Yeah, I think a release date too. Time, yeah, I know. Rogue came out after four. They're like, we yeah. need something for the 360 people, <laughs> for the previous gen people, even though Black well, Flag did come out. Well, no, the, the weird point for Rogue is uh, they were trying to keep everyone in mind, which is stupid. Or not really, but it's just one of those things. So whenever Unity came out for the Xbox One, Rogue came out for the 360 because they still wanted to make money. Yes. Oh, I could have sworn they came out the same day as Black Flag. Am I stupid? Or they no, So they came out the same time as Unity? Yeah, Rogue comes out as Unity the same the same time as Unity, which is the year after Black Flag. Okay. And... Mm-hmm. What is it? Uh, Rogue also uses the weird thing because it's not that big of a spoiler. Oh, I don't want to spoil that, but spoil after, Rogue, please. yeah, after, no, after three, you're you're playing as a faceless character. They do it in they do it in Black Flag and they do it in Rogue where you're just kind of a random ass person. First person view. Yeah, because of reasons that we're not going to talk about in this episode. So, yeah, we're not talking about this episode. I didn't want to say why, but yeah, after, after three, you 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 All play I say is that I actually enjoyed that aspect of four, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It's it's fun. Hot take. Can't remember it, so it's it's okay. I mean, right. Yeah, you're right. Broken Unity came out the same year. Yeah, and Unity is when the, the is where I never where it's all going to be new to me. I played up to that, and then I stopped. I didn't have an Xbox One, and then I got an Xbox One, 
bought the game, never got around to it. My Xbox One died. And I, I <laughs> never got around the game still. And now at this point, I'm just waiting until we cover it for the show. So, is there an easy way to play it besides buying it through Steam? Like, is it like free on Game Pass or PlayStation? Whatever. You got for, for Rogue. It won't be this year. <laughs> this year will end with four. I think that's how far we're gonna get. So, I'm sure by the time you need to purchase Rogue, it'll be dirt cheap on uh, any storefront, console <laughs> or otherwise. Get the remastered well, version too. Well, there. Well, I got a... all the. They just had a sale, I think, towards the end of the uh, end of the year of 2023 or tw- beginning 2024, where all the Assassin's Creed. No, it was actually 2020 Christmas time. I got all the all the uh, all the rest of the games I didn't have for about sixty bucks. Nice, <laughs> except for the most recent one. I'm missing the Odyssey and Valhalla. Mirage. Xbox gave a couple of them, like the 360 versions for through backwards compatibility. They gave them away as games for gold a couple of times. Nice. There's there's also chunk ways to play them. Like I think, uh, what is it? Because like the way with uh, Assassin's Creed at the Ezio collection, you can buy the cartridge on Steam, on Steam, on the the Switch, and then Brotherhood and Row or Brotherhood and Revelations, Revelations. Yeah, are both DLC. Something else does that, but I don't remember what it is. Yeah, that's uh, uh, that's Resident Evil thing. Seven, or, or sorry, Resident Evil. No, the, the, no, the Assassin's the Assassin's Creed games. No, no, it's that's not it's not streaming. Like you just straight up just download them. The the Resident Evil collections on the Switch, you have to stream them, and they play awful. Oh, I thought but, it was like four, five, and six were not like that, but then seven is mm-hmm. or something. Four, five, and six, yeah, four, five, and six are like that. But I mean, like Assassin's Creed wise, I think like I think if you buy three on your Switch, you can. Uh, what is it? I think uh, Liberation. Four, the Liberation. Okay. It's Liberation. Because Liberation was the PS Vita game that came out to complement three, then also got re-released on Xbox Live. Uh, yeah, fun. it's Resident Evil Liberation HD. <laughs> what? When are we going to squeeze the movie in here at some point, too, by the way? I don't know. Don't it's part of the Ezio collection. It just came with the game. No, no not, not the Ezio movie, the live-action movie. Oh, some point. Michael Fassbender. Uh, I want to see. I've never uh, seen it, so at some point. Some point. It's, I haven't it's seen it a, here. It's surprisingly good. It has to be at some Maybe point. Maybe this year. I want to say maybe after four, because I think one of the guys, because there, there's a bunch of Easter eggs and one of the guys in there, I believe his ancestor is like the voodoo, the voodoo assassin in Liberation. You don't play as him, but he's like one of like the guys you talk to. Why is it when you said voodoo, I went hoodoo, you do power the babe? <laughs> <laughs> is it is it good? Just watching like, Labyrinth is it good? recently. <laughs> <laughs> is it good alone? Like by just like just normally or or is it even better inebriated? Yes, because there's nothing like seeing them have, oh, I'm a generic white guy, way to put put on this animus, learn to be an assassin, and then you see him in full, like, Altair assassin's gear with his face, with his face makeup, and it's like, oh, oh, they didn't think this through, did they? Oh, I do want to see it really bad. So, okay, maybe we'll arrange that this year. Maybe the, this year's oh, the time maybe, I finally watched that. edible for it even more than drinks. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to podcast, though. I've done that where I watched Punisher Warzone and I was high and I, I had to rewatch it. I didn't remember shit. <laughs> so I can't do that for the show. <laughs> okay, don't do that. All right. I just saw when that movie came out in America and in what France. Year? 2016, but guess what date? 9 11? No. Oh, okay. December 21st. I yeah, four years after the world was supposed to end. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, another thing I, I want to mention is like this game, If you, I didn't do all the memory stuff because I couldn't be bothered. Because I really, really hate that first-person crap with blocks, and I hate it. That was a trial and a half. It's all right. I like it, though, that it talks about Desmond. It talks about him growing up on the farm with the assassins and, like, how they were off the grid. Like, I was enjoying that, and I wanted more. I stopped because I couldn't figure out the second one. Get back to this. 
And then I beat the game and it got installed. So, yeah. Was it just me or did you break? Did uh, did anyone else hear him break in and I out it. there? I okay. heard that too. Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. The part sucked. I saw any better. <laughs> I just didn't yeah, enjoy yeah. it. I wanted to enjoy it. I really wanted to have fun with it. And I was bummed that I wasn't liking it. I mean, first person platforming is sometimes awful when the best of devs try it. But Ubisoft (laughs) doing like retroactively doing it from like a normally third person game doing platforming to this. I can understand why you struggled. There's only one game that's done it good. And that's Titanfall 2. So, Mm. yeah, Yeah, it had its own difficulties. I stupid. I got hung up on that last one, but it's optional. So it's fine. You know, I can't uh, be upset. I like that it explains more of his backstory more. Same. Because... I mean, that's this whole game. Yeah. I mean, you get a lot of stuff about Desmond. You get to find out more is going on. And even with the DLC, which I watched... I was trying to watch an hour and 20-minute video of the whole DLC of somebody playing through it, but I, I got sidetracked and got bored. Because <laughs> mm. it's bad. <laughs> but it talks about... It talks about Subject 16. It talks about how John Delancey, Desmond's father, had sent him and had him get captured by the Templars and had him, you know, in as an undercover agent and Lucy was supposed to get him out. And then he found out that Lucy was a traitor and that's what leads to everything happening. Hmm. I thought that that's really cool. It's too bad it's in the DLC. And there you go, Rich. The entire (laughs) reason why that whole situation happened and it's fucking explained through DLC that's hard as ass. And it's so stupid that it's in DLC because it's like because the whole thing is is when I was watching the videos, Lucy was seventeen, wasn't assassin, wasn't lived with the assassin until she was seventeen. And then she was dropped off so that way she would have no presence with the Templars. And then years later, they contacted her and told her to go work for the Templars as an undercover agent. But the Templars had already gotten to her, and she's working for them. And her whole mission is to have you escape in Assassin's Creed Two to have Desmond escape so he feels more comfortable. So he'll track down the apple for them. So then she can take the apple and bring it back to the Templars. And that's why that alien thing has her killed. And that's why she's in the good place. And that's <laughs> and it, and I'm now trying to figure out which one that was. It's Minerva. How, no, I, what I'm trying to figure out is which apple that was, though. <laughs> there's more than one. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this, this also reveals there's at least that the apple is the very is the basic bitch uh, piece of Eden that that anyone can find. You see, I had no memory when we finished this game and Ezio does all his things. He finds the apple that Altier had is and it was locked in a safe for hundreds of years. And it wasn't the same apple that you have in Brotherhood. And it really was like a jaw dropping moment for me to go, oh, there's two. I had no memory of this. Mm-hmm. That's how long it's been. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Like to find when you find out that there's more. Well, you you have the apples and you have the Pope staff. What else could be a piece of Eden? Excalibur, Thor's hammer, some other thing that I can't think of because I'm not good with mythical logical items. I mean, I know you're not joking, but I have no idea what you're talking about other than I know these mythological. Well, things well let's are real. face. Uh, well, in defense of that, I, mean, I don't. They probably will eventually link those. <laughs> they They're do. Probably I'm, just going not wait. Joking. Just think about any cool piece of armor or weapon in fiction. And or like in real life, and that's it's a, it's a piece, you know. Hermes boots, fuck it. I'm, I know of Odyssey. I think goes really deep. In, I don't know anything about Odyssey other than I I try to stay away from information, but I'm assuming it goes deep in there. So, well, I'm thinking basically, let's face it, they're probably going to stay away from Mjolnir and Excalibur. I'm sure, they are. I mean, first off, Mjolnir, you're going to see everybody, you know, comparing it to, you know, in the Marvel Cinematic oh. Universe, yeah. Which is not necessarily like the actual relic that is 
well, not the actual what Mjolnir is. Someday we'll get the Valhalla. Yeah, we will. Uh, <laughs> but let's face it. They are trying to keep themselves separate from anything else. And let's face it, the legend anniversary underworld trilogy of Tomb Raider has Excalibur and Mjolnir in it. Oh, did not know as that. part yeah. of it. That's cool. But funny enough, uh, Control also has Excalibur and Mjolnir in it. So, you know, at the end of the day, nothing is safe. I mean, <laughs> wait a minute. When in control are they? Do they show up? I don't know if I. I want. I don't like this conversation. No, 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 no. It, it's cool. It's cool. It, it's completely understandable. It's not that big of a spoiler. Have you played Control, Rich? I am playing it right now. The the gun that you have is the main character. Yeah. Yeah. There's a file you find earlier on that just says, yeah, they believe the gun at one point was probably Mjolnir and also Excalibur. Okay. The, the, it's it's whatever you need it to be. Okay. To protect. To protect the big house. See, I would have took my headphones out, but I can't because I have to edit this podcast, so it won't matter anyway. In the oldest house. Yeah. Uh, I believe the board is the one that mentioned it, right? Too, as well? Like, is one of their slashes, like, the gun slash Mjolnir? Yeah, yeah it's the gun slash sword slash weapon for protection. Okay, yeah. I'll probably see that pop up later. I mean, I've only just now got to the phone, to the hotline. Yeah, I get to play that game in about a week. Woohoo! Uh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll stop talking about it. <laughs> I, yeah, please. I, I, I will start it when you start it. <laughs> okay. Let's not talk about Are you doing it. the whole Remedyverse stuff right now, or just this game happening, yes. is just on the radar? Oh, so did you play Alan Wake one? Yes, multiple mm-hmm. times. One of my favorite games in 360 era. And he's not going to be playing the Alan Wake, uh, not play in Alan Wake. He's not going to play Alan Wake in DVD. Alan Wake 2 is also on the show because since my wife bought me a PS5, I'm like, it's a perfect excuse to play Alan Wake 2. Oh, it's, so. it's, it's okay. Alan Wake for the PC runs like fucking hot garbage, apparently. So you have to play it for the PS5. No, yeah, you, have, you have to get the console version my, if you want that. My PC wouldn't run it, so it's okay. <laughs> the Not Steam Deck could probably run it. I don't. Epic. Fuck Epic. <laughs> I love Epic for free games. I don't love when I have to buy only Epic. That's an issue. But the other thing I want to bring up is like you have just Istanbul, and at one point in Revelations, you go to... God, what city was that you go to again with the Templars? So yeah, an under, uh, sort yeah. of like an underground city. It's like a Not cave. A I can't remember the name. Uh, give me a moment. Oh, you go to a cave city which you, <laughs> you're chasing down the Templars because you the whole story is that you find out that one of the Sultan's sons is a traitor, pretty much. Oh, that one got into that got messy, too. <laughs> I love the way that ends when you, you hunt him down, <laughs> yeah. but you don't kill him. You're about to kill him. His brother throws him off a cliff. He's like, father chose me. Eat a dick. Even if father is. didn't choose him, he's chosen now. It is Cappadocia. That was cool. I mean, it, it, was, it was a cool part to have something different to kind of, you know, change up this game a little bit. Yeah, I did like that. It, the whole underground, it's like a whole underground area. I enjoyed that running through all that. Didn't necessarily enjoy the run out of the place. <laughs> no, that that was a bit annoying when everything covered in smoke and you're losing health. And But there, there is so a cool. downside to that. Yeah, it, was. it was cool, but there was a downside. It's like everything stopped. You didn't earn any money while you were in there. Yeah. But that... and you couldn't access your assassins. I mean, I got out of there and I'm like, so many cities are under attack. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, that that was a bit of a bummer that you do lose out on that. I mean, luckily it's not a very long part, maybe an hour you're in there. Mm. Yeah, so. of course, but I'm I was hoping to ring, you know, get my money back up so I could buy those other two books because there's like only three three books that you could only get in that area. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, I guess you yeah. could wait for the bank and just get your money that way too. No, it bank. didn't. It didn't. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't. Oh, that, never mind. 
I was <laughs> part of why I was running around there and putting off getting getting that stuff because uh, you know continuing that memory because I was waiting for the money to build up and I'm like no notification 20 40 60 why am I not getting notifications okay that that I didn't catch that because I was in there and out pretty quick but okay that would have annoyed me too so I'm with you there the yeah, so of course, folly, like, man. yeah and of course when I come out I'm like oh my cities are under attack but I, I gotta say they did fix one thing from Brotherhood. Like when you are playing as Altier at one in one of the flashbacks, and he's using the apple. He uses the apple right. He summons like ghost assassins to come kill him. He thought hold down the apple and or hold down the X button and watch people blow in lightning and watch your health go away. Like it was much nicer. Yeah, he uses it the way Al Muallam used it. Right. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, cool. Made, it was great. I love seeing the shadow assassins come down and just murder people. And that was also neat. Like in the end of that, it's like. Altair is like using a gun. That whole moment, along with Ezio's like big final speech, is at single-handedly, as much as I've played a lot of these games, single-handedly my favorite Assassin's Creed moments in the entire yeah. series. There's some top-tier moments in this game. Like, yeah, this game is pretty them. awesome with like the cutscenes and like the stuff that Ezio does is good. I mean, like when Altier, like the whole idea that he was, you know, when you see him when he's ninety something, he's making this, or maybe he's hundred, he's old as hell, and he's just locking himself inside the safe. To keep the apple protected, like, and his son's like, "You made a vault. You're not leaving, are you?" Yeah, it was good. I mean, but again, he knew he was near death anyway. I mean, he just sits down and dies, which is, you know, you, we're all gonna go sometime. I, you know, like, it was a cool ending to Altier, and the fact that you get to see it and kind of live it, I thought was really a, a really good send off for Altier. Yeah. Also, congrats on living to like eighty, dude. Like, not many people could pull that. In that off. time, oh god, yeah, time, yeah, yeah. No. yeah. truly a sage. <laughs> So, I mean, was, was he in his 90s he's in his 90s oh yeah so yeah it's just fucking christ i do like though when you're playing as him in the 90s you can't run and you can't climb <laughs> and yeah, i'm like, like yeah that's accurate you ain't doing shit but walking and yeah, if you try to run like you have to catch his breath do we really want to atta- i mean like attack him he's old <laughs> that makes him venerated uh, it was good was it- he in exile do you want still a chance that i mean he made it to 90 no, it was just good. It was a, such a good send off for Altier, and it was just really cool to have them connect one and and do yeah. it the way they did it. So I I really appreciate the fact, like when in the way this game ends too with Ezio when he gets to the vault and he finds the apple, he leaves the apple there and just takes off all his weapons and leaves them there. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a nice. He's like, I'm done. Yeah, he was. I like that. I mean, it's part goes with the Sophia. She's the one person that's sort of. He fell. He really did fall for. Yeah. But of course, I love the courting of her. And I loved, although I hear that the one part that it tied up another thing with uh, Ezio in that storyline. The idiot Dossi. <laughs> I oh, love yeah. that. When she's getting hit on by the, the guy that hit on his sister. Yeah, Duccio. <laughs> years ago. Well, apparently there was a part in Brotherhood where he shows up and you actually have to really deal with him. But it's a DLC thing. Oh, but I just love that. I mean, I'm right there. I'm doing the one part of the section where I have to catch up to this person. I'm running and I'm right. Wait, why am I getting a target over there? So I take care of I go back. There he is drunk. I didn't understand that because that kept popping up for me, too. And I'm like, why does this keep popping up? I killed him and keep popping up anyway later on. Yeah, and you, and you kill them. I, I used it I used it to complete one of those side challenges. Throw somebody in the scaffolding five times. 
Oh, I didn't do any background, so. Hey, what's the what's that old adage? You know, prick live forever. It's just it's the Duccio way. <laughs> he died with a with one amount one unit of currency to his name. He died. He died as he lived. Asshole. <laughs> In the name. And of course, Ezio infiltrating the party. He's dressed as a minstrel. Oh, I totally <laughs> forgot about. Did you, I, don't, I didn't awesome. catch this. That that but the songs that you play, depending on what button you hit, one is about Assassin's Creed Two, one yep. is about Brotherhood, and one is about Revelations. What he's done so far, and then you have Ducio. <laughs> yeah, this is cool. <laughs> I I love that. I I, re, I even watched that all in a video on YouTube because it was just too damn funny. I loved the reaction. Yeah, what do you? Oh shit. <laughs> I did miss the hidden layers and from Brotherhood. I mean, we do have some in here, but they're nowhere near as good, and they're not optional, which is fine. But they just weren't nearly as as fun as Brotherhood did it. Hmm. Oh, I got the Hag Sophia one, and that one had a. Uh, it was what the frick? Uh, shoot, I, I don't remember the, the names of them. I just didn't like them. And there's the optional one that you can do. I think you get what good armor for doing it from the scrolls. That one I could not do. Oh, yeah, I gave up. Oh, I did them so all. Good. It's not that I couldn't figure out how to do it. For some reason, my controller was just being a piece of shit. And like, I would want to jump forward across from one board to the other. And no matter what I held, he just flew out. He flew other ways. And it just kept happening. And after 10 tries, I said, fuck this and left. Yeah. So because he's, I mean, it just wasn't, <laughs> there weren't enough shortcuts. Like in brotherhood, when you get to a certain point, you'll knock something down. And there'll be a shortcut to get back up to where you were. This game didn't do that as much. And that, this game at times felt a little bit rushed, and that's the one of those few moments where I felt like it was rushed. Well, in the Hague Sophia, yes, there are shortcuts that you can release. I bet but you they did that you're... one first, though. It's the it's the Hagia Sophia, you know, it's like the big one. <laughs> but with the underground sections, you really couldn't do that. You had to progress. I didn't mind them except for the optional. I, I enjoyed all of them but the optional. So. Yeah, they, they were really good. I'm sort of like... They just weren't as good as Brotherhood. That that's my really complaint is that brother. Yeah. But again, Brotherhood is probably one of the best Assassin's Creed games in the entire series. So this game, yeah, I, I would say we hit the peak <laughs> with even this game. You know what I mean? I like that this game had two <laughs> best armors in it. Oh, I didn't get either. <laughs> you get I mean, the one for completing all the assassin mass, the master assassin missions. Okay, I might have gotten that. The other one is through the Hague Sophia. That's cool. Yeah, and I, I know, like that. Again, one of the downsides for this game is that it has to follow Brotherhood. Like, that's one of the saddest things for this game is that it's following the one of the best Assassin's Creed game. Like, you know, so yeah. it's the problem with every Assassin's Creed after this. Yeah, they're all. Every, I mean, you, we are now in a post Assassin's Creed Brotherhood universe. Except they changed some. Three does try to take some big leaps and bounds with the series, from what I remember. So no, we four really does. We, we run into four is fine. I like the twist ending of what ends up basically setting up for the next series. My my bigger issue is, uh, which is why I'll be on three and I'm very, depending on what's going on situation wise, I might not join y'all for four. And re- because boat stuff is actually my most, my most hated stuff from the Assassin's Creed series. I get it. And, yeah. And finally, th- considering the game that this, you know, supposed to have inspired, it's finally coming out. <laughs> <laughs> the oh the Skull and well, bones? yeah they had yeah, no choice yeah it's a tax write-off but uh <laughs> what is it three three storylines really good i'm really excited for their their what if dlc for three which uh, i guess mike would that be a mini because that's yeah, a whole 
as a whole beast on its own. And then uh, Rogue, thankfully, has like one boat mission and all the other boat stuff is optional. Yeah, Rogue is really, really good and is short. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I play four for the shanties. Let's not kid ourselves. <laughs> four is an epic fucking game when we get there. So <sighs> I'm looking anything forward to that. that <laughs> anything else in Revelation that we that we should mention? Uh, well, I, I guess I, there's still the Desmond stuff. We have a couple things I want to say. Uh, like with Desmond, his where his story goes is he meets Sub-16, he talks to him for a while, and then the guy ends up sacrificing himself so Desmond can get out of the Animus. And I think the ending of this game, which I don't remember seeing, maybe I skipped the credits, Desmond wakes up, finally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And he knows where they have to go. And it, it, that that's where the big reveal is that it's, it's his father, because I think technically throughout the game, you don't actually know who is talking to him. Correct. Okay. You, I think you do hear it if you do, like I said, the work on those side, those Desmond memory sections. And anytime you're on Animus Island, you will hear them talk. Yeah, which was nice. That was a nice touch. Yeah. I think I, it's like I heard part of the discussions and it sounded like Desmond and Lucy actually did know each other prior. What? I don't remember. I, I get that feeling. Because she didn't grow um, up on the farm. <clears throat> Where Desmond grew up on. I don't know. It's like, maybe I misunderstood something. I also don't understand I mean, I why she's missing a finger. But, uh, yeah. Um, I miss Kristen Bell's voice in this game, damn it. She's in the good place, so there you go. I know, I watched that whole show. I, I love her. That was more um, of a show my wife enjoyed, so. <laughs> good show. I'd meet Kristen uh, Bell in a heartbeat to come to convention. Yes, please. <laughs> I had a thought and I lost it. <laughs> oh, Kristen Bell's awesome. There's your thought. So. It is, I mean... I loved running around Istanbul. Call it whatever you want. I love walking through <laughs> the Great Bazaar. That was cool. Grand too. Bazaar. That is so neat. How bizarre. How bizarre. It was like one of those things. You <laughs> don't expect that in that time. Don't necessarily expect something like that in that time frame. And that was a lot better than the ones that showed up. Well, in the years prior to when, you know, in jerusalem and in the first game it was so much it was beautiful and i loved i mean yeah i didn't like necessarily well we talked about this earlier refill the shop pay pay off crier i got money (laughs) i mean that's that's one of the beautiful things i've liked about all these Ezio games is because you've got that money system you don't have to rely on every you know that won't go or anything it's pretty sure that that sticks thank god so I mean, if you want to get that feeling that the Grand Bazaar gives you, Unity is going to blow your socks off with its crowds. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for Unity. Unfortunately, it won't be this year, but I'm excited for Unity. We're taking a bit of a break after this one. We're not coming back to three until June. So, Well, I have to get started on it anyhow. So, <laughs> Yeah, but I, I wanted to give us a bit of... Well, that and I really want to release three as close as I could to July 4th because... <laughs> perfect. So... <laughs> <laughs> Must be something to look forward to around that time. Yeah, we're getting through three liberation and four this year. That's my plan. Yeah. When's so. the release date for three then? I don't know. I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I need something to look forward to around that time. No, I get it. I don't three is a good game. Version. Yeah, I think I have to play it backwards compatible, which will be mm. interesting. I I think it's free on the PlayStation Pass thing that they have, so I'll just probably play it that way. I think the PlayStation Gold exclusive awesomeness version thing that you pay for. Yeah, the thing is that (laughs) that, the thing that's two hundred bucks for a year. I mean, Game Pass's ultimate is just as bad, if not worse. But at least the naming makes sense. 
Well, so and they, they changed it and made it worse. I think didn't they? I feel like they made like uh, it, Game Pass they're, console. They're, Game Pass Four. Yeah, there, there, there's a uh, there's a workaround that which is basically not to get Game Pass Ultimate because Game Game Pass Ultimate basically tricks you by making you pay for both by paying for both PC uh, and console. Yeah, right? yes, yeah. So if you go to like any regular store, there's six months of Game Pass for sixty bucks, but it's just Game Pass for your console, and that's not bad. Mm. Uh, you always gotta watch what you're doing. Yes, to be a savvy consumer is tough, but doable. <laughs> I'm just. Part of me is looking forward to some of the other stuff that's coming. At, holy crap! Uh, You'll enjoy the series. This is this is one of the lower points of the series, in my opinion. I mean, we go that I played. Uh, wow. I I mean, as Assassin's Creed games, the quality goes down. As like action adventure games, it's it kind of plateaus, at least a little bit. It has its good points and it has its bad points. Plain and simple. Yeah, all games like, have their good points, eight. all have their bad points. Oh, this is a solid eight, the rest kind of middle into sevens. <laughs> and I just want to say this cover is reasons. I don't like the cover of this game. That's fair. Oh, fair. Yeah. Super mm. complaint, but I just do not like this cover. <laughs> How about the music? I, I mean, I did like we had uh we had explanation on Altair's story. I did too. We got a nice little closure for Ezio, and I've read up on what happens after that. So lots well, of movies, sir. So don't worry about that right now. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it's nice. I like how Ezio's ending at the end of this game is nice. I mean, I'm I like that he got he finally got someone that has won his heart, truly won his heart. I think it's absolutely absolutely <laughs> shit that. You know, after they defeat the person who was trying to manipulate things, your ward is get the hell out of my country. You still don't even know completely who is manipulating who yet. So from what I remember, we're also well, we're missing. We're, we're getting a lot. There's going to be a lot, lot more introduced throughout the series as well. That's going to happen. And then technically we're halfway scratching the surface because uh, four introduces a new thing. And then I think it's. Odyssey and Odyssey and Origin Valhalla introduce like what's essentially from from what I remember because I haven't played Mirage yet. Valhalla very much introduces what the new kind of like what the new like plot's gonna be for setting up who the main bad guy is and stuff like that. Right, I'm excited. I because I like in this game you you see Desmond talking to another one of the ancient aliens. Yeah, it looks like Zeus. Did they say who that was? If, if I remember, Minerva was the one in two, correct? In Brotherhood? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think I know where that story goes in Minerva. I'm not going to talk about it here, but I think I know where that story goes. You're probably right. Okay. Mm. I just don't want to. I'm trying not to spoil it, Richard on anything if I can help it. You can text me. I'll tell you. Experience this for the first time. I mean, let's face it. Uh, at this point, I start reading things. It doesn't do necessarily that. matter. Because the experience of experiencing in the game is still the same. It's an unknown to me. I may know how something may play out, but it's getting through the process that is always a new experience. I mean, let's face it. I've been playing so many games. I've seen people play these games, but it's always the experience of going through it yourself. You may know what's coming, but it still takes you off guard. It still has a hit because, let's face it. You're experiencing it. I've seen people play uh, Call of the Sea, which is a beautiful game. Very, very nicely done game. Simplistic. I've seen people play it. 
I still play it. I am amazed at what I find. And it still had that gut punch at the end, which you know about that. If you listen to the top 10 episode where we talk about the top 10 women in games. I thankfully don't remember, and I do want to play that game one day. So, <laughs> If you have either of you played Call of the Sea. No. No. It was pretty epic at one point, by the way. It's a very good game. It is very it is puzzle centered but it is such a story it is well thought out and like i said it has just a gut punch at the end it hit me a lot harder than probably would hit other people because of what i went through in my life so is it like a walking sim i remember this game showing it because it was a game pass for sure like that was like a day one thing yeah it's it's there's it. somewhat walking but you're solving puzzles and learning about culture that was on the island and you're trying to solve a mystery at the same time there's a vr version of it and probably a good uh, probably very good for it that's a little bit easier in vr than assassin's creed probably is in vr <laughs> i do want to play it I... uh-oh what happened we lost somebody we lost alan he'll be back i'm sure there we yeah. go yep <laughs> you just had to jack off the animus for a second there he's back <laughs> Try to close that's why Ken, that's probably why Ken wasn't with us. His mind got so messed up in the, in the animus. I mean, let's face it. He was admitting to actually liking Damian Wayne. Something happened to his mind. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. All right. Any last things you want to say Sorry about questions, that, <laughs> comments, or memories? I have a few. More than I expected. I'm good. All right. From I've watched the entire Old Blood Super Replay from Autumn Sevier. One of the bright lights in that time period of my life as a separated pre-divorce trapped in a base housing in Germany. Waiting to get sent home after the ex cheated and decided on divorce. I had to wait a couple days till he brought it over from the APO box. But as soon as it got to me, dropped my pirated copy of Skyrim like a hot potato. I still really liked it, even if it wasn't as good as the previous two. I low-key hated the first-person Desmond segments, but I didn't mind the tower defense bits that so many people seem to hate. It made me realize just how much the series felt better with Ezio versus Altier. When we played his segments as not having certain skills, think I beat it in two to three sittings like most entries when they were nice and small back then. <laughs> For Matthew Paul, the first AC that bored me so much I couldn't even make it halfway through and trade it in, which was a shame because Brotherhood came out a year earlier and was amazing. Because Brotherhood like the best game in the series, so I get it. And from boring though, it's so it's it's got so much good action pieces in it. I mean, I younger Mike thought it was boring, so this Mike, thirty six year old Mike, did not. You're more mature. How bizarre! Maybe it's again because I was in high school, like I was learning all that. It's in my, I had to listen to it. That's why I posted it in the chat. I had to listen to it after I said it. And I was sitting there just humming along with the song while I was muted and no camera. So. <laughs> That's going to be on uh, the soundboard, isn't it? If I had a soundboard, it would be. <laughs> I don't have a soundboard. I don't. I want to buy one, but I'm like, I don't even know how to do uh, that. You don't really need one. There's a there's an app on Steam. Uh, at my attention, I sir. <laughs> at my I, bought it, I bought it. I bought it for D and D. I can't remember the name of it, so I'm gonna. Pull Son Steam. of a bitch, he's in. <laughs> yeah, the Rick and Morty <laughs> meme that saved my phone, too. <laughs> okay, from Star Myers, friend of the show. Okay, but like that, e, that E3 trailer was so sick. Whenever I'm doing any notable level of snowy traveling, I am guaranteed to be listening to Iron by Wool Kid for hype. This is literally my only memory impression from anything to do with this game. I'm sorry to break it up, to, break it to you, man, but that's the wrong game. Talking, I'm pretty sure it's Stockholm 3. Mm. Soundpad, just so you know, that's the name of the app. How bizarre, how bizarre. No, that. Jeez. Oh, I, I don't remember what song it is, but I I understand what Star is saying. That that song was on my PSP when I was in high school. Okay. So I don't know what <laughs> you're we get, saying. But... If you get to Gears, we'll do the same thing with Mad World. 
I don't like Mad World because it's gears. It's <laughs> it just a rat in a cage, huh, Joe? Huh? It's just a rat in a cage. <sighs> and from Adam Carr, I enjoyed the new setting as well as the need to defending and regaining your ter- territory, but I fucking hated doing the tower defense. Also, as someone who really appreciated the basic but compelling growth that Altier went through, it was cathartic to put a bow on both his story and his life. I know I said that word wrong, but that's what you get. Cathartic, but you're getting more about it. Cathartic, yeah. Uh, From Michael Dunn, pretty sure this is the last AC game I beat. I don't remember much from it beyond thinking it was a nice way to bring the stories of two assassins of the series at that point together. I think it'll be a nice send-off to Ezio as well. Okay. If I never played an Assassin's Creed again after this game, like ever... I think I could I think I could be happy with that. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, yeah, this could wrap up the series. I mean, it doesn't three wraps up Desmond's story pretty well. When I Yeah, read. that's the only thing I could say there. I mean, it wraps up Ezio's story, it wraps up Aud, uh, Altair's story, but if they would have stopped there, I would have stormed their build and if I had been playing at the time and they had stopped there, I would have stormed their building and says, "Give me a damn ending." No, you'll get an and for most people, those two were the ones most people cared about. Almost anyone was like, I don't really care about Desmond. I love Desmond's story. I wanted more. Like, I I still, as I said in the chat earlier, I want that futuristic game someday that I'll never get. I want Neo Tokyo, yeah. but I'll never get that. So. All right. Hey, we get to try Feudal Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, that's All right. And... You know, Click buttons I shouldn't click from the Assassin's Creed group from here's a good one. Nicholas Sarsby. I do love it a bit short, though, but that's only because it wasn't supposed to be made. And we kept chatting. And apparently I did not look this up, but he said it was originally a PSP game, but it got canceled. So they made Revelations instead. Fair. Wow, right. that's crazy. I don't know if that's I didn't look this up, but, you know, and then they still got a PSP game. <laughs> yeah, but Bloodlines came out way oh, before this. Oh, wait, sorry. Yeah, my bad. PSP, not Vita. No, Vita's Liberations that comes yeah. out around the time 3 came out, and then Liberations got re-released as HD on Xbox, which is how I played it. Actually, no, that's how I bought it the first time, and then I bought it again on a PS3 collection, and that's how I played it. Hang on, hang on. So, wait, they said that they wanted to make Revelations on PSP? They were making some PSP games, supposedly, and then that got canceled, so then it became, then they made this. In 2011? Uh, I don't know. Uh, if I, according I don't know. to this... Maybe DS. Uh, I brought up the the wiki. Assassin's Creed Revelation was initially conceived as a Nintendo 3DS game called Assassin's Creed Lost Legacy, about Ezio traveling east to the Assassin's former city of Masayaf, where he would have discovered the origins of the Assassin Order. It was quietly canceled, and its main concept was developed into Assassin's Creed Revelation. Cool. That is dope. Okay. That's cool. I did not know that, so... I mean, the guy was close, but I'll take it. He opened, our, he opened my eyes something I didn't know. Uh, from Rob Robinson, I enjoyed running around Constantinople. I also miss wandering around the modern sections of Desmond, but from what I remember of the Susami of Hatred directed toward these two small parts of the Ezio Trilly, I was alone with that notion. From Leonode Rain, well, the first time I played it, I didn't really, I didn't like it too much, but especially annoyed by those Den defense missions. When I replayed it like a year ago, I understood that you could dispense with these missions by conquering all the Templar Dens early in the game, so like quite a lot. What I hated was this DLC, The Lost Archives or something like that, which is nothing more than a bunch of annoying first-person platformings. I beat it without an alternate ending, only to beat it and be done with it. <laughs> and from Brendan Anderson, I'm replaying Brotherhood for the millionth time and then on to Revelation. Skip AC2 because I don't want to go around collecting all that stuff in the end game just to finish it. Kind of tedious after you beat it a few times. <laughs> from... Mark Bartos, what's the hook blade? The darts and bombs were fun. Absolutely love sending my creed of assassins on missions to make me money. 
the wisdom from Brother Altier and Ezio in the game is beautiful. Uh, from both Altier and Ezio in the game, beautiful. Ezio's yeah. speeches are on YouTube as great sources of inspiration. All right. Yeah. Let me see here if I got any more. And from another Assassin's Creed group, this will be the last one I'm going to read from Nathan Norton. Best writing out of any game in the series, in my opinion. They did a fantastic job of connecting Ezio, Altier, and Desmond. Agreed. Mm-hmm. From Tanner Lewis, I've been replaying it. I find it hard to stay engaged. Story is quite boring, just like Mirage, to be honest. Good graphics and decent map, but story puts me to sleep. Okay. <laughs> from Ashton Baker, my favorite game brings Altier, Ezio, and Desmond together. The Assassin fantasy is fucking amazing. Is this game the tower defense thing is meh? You have to do it only once in the story, and you don't have to do it again unless your notor- notoriety-, notoriety gets really high, but I hope you enjoy it. I did. From Matt Vaughn, Revelations was glitchy in my opinion, but maybe that was the PS4 doing. Maybe it would be better on PS5. The only reason why I didn't finish the game, because of the bad glitches that were causing me to fail the missions, making it unplayable in my opinion. <laughs> Quite a mixed bag. Yeah. 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 From Joakim Fieldberg, Revelations by far the most beautiful one. Okay. And Wood, Woodrow Kenway, that was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. From Justin C., I just finishing Brotherhood, and I'll be starting Revelations later today. I prefer Brotherhood out of the SEO collection. Oh, yeah. <laughs> from Ryan Bell, my favorite of the lot. That's a strong opinion. Mm-hmm. All right. And last one I'm going to read from Colin Bain. The story and multiplayer were fantastic. I found the map to be a bit boring, even though it made traversal different. As there wasn't really that much to do. I felt the mechanics were getting a bit clunky at this point. So glad things were different in AC3. Awesome soundtrack. Wish you could have gotten to see some other characters like Claudia and Lavope. The Desmond stuff could have been better. Didn't enjoy the puzzles that much. All right. You know, I did forget something on that. That was like the first one where you go into a, one of those dens where the groups live. Like the thieves or the, court, uh, the Romani. Yeah. And it's just part of the map. I really like the Romani. but Yeah. I just like the horrors in this game. So can I say? <laughs> Technically, <laughs> there weren't any of those. Yes, I said they took us out too, didn't they? Well, the courtesans were replaced. Uh, the Romanis replaced the courtesans. Yeah, I like the courtesans. I just like that. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. That's why every time I can build one of those places, I always build them. One, because I like the fact that they hide you in crowds. And two, I just like filling the streets with more digital women, I guess. So, all right. And before we go to shelf stacker box, I need to give away more code. So here is the code for 10 second Ninja X for Steam. I have no idea what this is, but here you go for whoever. The code is F6KQMW3ZMN4KLYY. And that is the code for 10 second Ninja X. So there you go, somebody. And thank you for getting out of my freaking phone. So, <laughs> All right, let's yeah. go to... Sh- Shelf stacker box and Richard, why don't you go first? Oh, I'm gonna definitely put this on the shelf. I mean, this was fun. This was, I admit, the books were some of the best collection stuff I've done in a long time, even though I didn't get them all. The again, beautiful setting of, Ist- of Istanbul at that time. I loved getting up high so I could look out over things and all that. Some of the animus fragments, they were tricky to get, but I enjoyed trying to figure it out or looking, you know, having to look. I looked up very few on that. I think the only downside I could say to this game was that those dead defenses, of course. But, of course, those were easily avoidable. So, overall, I mean, it was a good game. I enjoyed it. I loved the story. I think for those that didn't enjoy the story when you were younger, remember that you're looking at, You'll enjoy. You'll understand and enjoy the story more as you're older because Ezio was in his fifties in this t- at this time. 
So mm-hmm. you're not it's it's more a different time set where your focus is. But it's a very good game. I'm looking forward to playing it again when I get I get to it on my channel. I'm glad. And Alan, what about you? I think I'm gonna put this one on the stack because it's for me it's it's part of the Ezio collection. And that means that whenever I'm at that menu, I'm gonna have all three choices, two Brotherhood Revelations. And being that two and, and Brotherhood are right there to pick, there's just I'm always gonna pick one of those two over over that game. That being said, Revelations is good. It is peak of this era with with what they had going on with their gameplay. The combat is different and a little harder, but I think that does make it uh, significantly more uh, more enjoyable if you're looking for a challenge at any particular time. But other than that, I would just I'll just play Two Brotherhood, and then if I need to get the story elements refreshed, I will probably just watch a video about it. <laughs> All right, and Mr. Butler, I'll go ahead and also put this on the shelf. I love all these games individually for what they are. Assassin's Creed 2 is a good, even though 1 exists, 2 is also a very good introduction to the series. Uh, Brotherhood is a great example of how to do a proper follow-up without making a DLC. I think more more games should be like that whenever they have DLC in mind, where it's like, oh, you, oh well, you know, this is just a regular, you know, season pass add-on. Like, no, if you're going to make me pay $30, which, you know, back then this was 60 it needs to be a full-ass fucking game. And I think Revelation, uh, I was going to say it again. I think Revelations makes a very decent, like, full on, like, how to end what is essentially a trilogy. And like, but like I said earlier, the the, the scene with uh, Altair shooting the gun and the scene with Ezio, like, fine, being like, I'm done. I'm not fucking with this. I'm old. I'm I'm walking out of the system is such a great send off to how his character actually would react to that. So I love Ezio mm-hmm. as a character. I loved all three of these. So they're all going on the shelf. Okay. Yeah. And I'll go last. I'm going to put this in the stack. I enjoyed it, but nowhere near as much as Brotherhood or two. I don't hate it. Like when I was like before this, I'm sure if you listen to every episode of this podcast, I bitched about this game. Pretty sure that happened. So, yeah, but it was fun. It wasn't a bad game. It was a lot better than I than it than I had any memory of it. And I had a good time. Like it was a good game. You know, it's just not perfect to me, but I'm glad to play it. I don't want to play it again. All right. <laughs> so, I mean, again, it's not, it's just, I beat it three times, and that's a lot for me to beat a game, you know? And it just goes, just kind of happened. Especially in this kind of game, like where it's like, you know, the third in a already very long trilogy, you know? I can, oh, I can understand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least this time there were, there was a few, mu- what, it's been like, what, two or three months since we played Brotherhood, I think? About that. So at least there was a little bit of time in between them. And I have a little bit of time then before I start the next one. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving us more time because I three. Well, I just wanted to release it by July 4th right around there to coincide with the holiday. That game is such a America game. So because mm. it takes place in revolutionary time. Yeah, And you also have me set up for a bunch of other games, too. So <laughs> how bizarre. How bizarre. Yeah, we so. got we all got to get through Rebirth now. <laughs> the end of this month. <laughs> Rebirth. Rebirth. Oh, yeah, Final Fantasy. Fantasy oh, <laughs> I, was like, I finished about? Final Fantasy VII last year, the original. For the first time? Yeah. Oh. I've gotten close to the end of it prior. Lost at that final battle and never picked it back up and for years and then tried again and didn't get that far in it. So then I did it for the channel and I got through it finally. I had a lot easier time because I grinded like hell. <laughs> yeah. Hey, perfect. I... those are perfect to put a podcast on and just level up forever. Yep. How I play those type of games. But yeah, it's that's part of the fun, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm actually close to finishing another game that's going to be on this podcast. 
Does it involve Alora? No, not that one. I got a little closer to the end of that one, but I'm having trouble with one jump. I can't. <laughs> what the hell I'm even doing on the show? So no, right. I'm talking about the the one where you're at sea and you can spoil it. I have no idea. I don't remember you talking. Oh yeah, now I know. So that's fine. I've been posting the schedule now and Discord and stuff. So join our Discord, people, please. Oh, and next week you can hear us talk about Mega Man Ten. I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm finishing the regular Mega Man series this year. We're doing 11 at the end of this year, and it's done. It's that part. And there's still X and everything else. But So you can yeah. stay tuned for Mega Man 10 next week. Yeah. Mega Man series, good series. Mostly. And Richard, where can people find you at? Oh, you can find me on my web, um, on my YouTube channel. It goes Rich Kale, where I'm playing through various games and franchises. I mean, I'm currently working my way through uh, the in. Let's see, at the time of this recording, I'm working my way through Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb, Shantae Risky's Revenge. I do runs through the Game of Monstro. I'm working my way through uh, the Deponia series, currently on Deponia Doomsday. Working my way through the Leisure Suit Larry franchise, Doom franchise, Bendy and the Dark Revival. There's a lot of stuff up there. <laughs> and I also have fix that get posted up on various websites like fanfiction.net, Comic Vine, Archive of Our Own. I've been sort of delaying putting one up because I've just been busy and get sidetracked. <laughs> right. And if you enjoyed this episode, we have over 550 other episodes of this podcast for you to go listen to. So you can hear everything we do on Podbean. You also can hear all Spotify, but Podbean, you can search. Type in Star Wars, type in Assassin's Creed, Batman, Reanimator. That's all sorts of, we do all sorts of stuff. So definitely go check out our giant catalog. We do movies, comics, video games, TV shows, whatever the hell people convince me to talk about. I convince people to talk about with. So check all that out. You can, if you want to support the show for little dog, you can vote in our Patreon polls. We have one or two every month. You get to affect the show and change some of the outcomes of what will be on the show. So definitely go do that. Please support us. And we have a Discord free. Join our Discord. I'm always happy to have new people join and chat with. So, and I forgot to post. Yeah. So you can go join the Discord. You can chat with us there. I want you to shout out my awesome intro and outro courtesy. Elena at Hell Hasphere. You can follow her on TikTok. You will see a link in the show notes to all her stuff. She's on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitch now. So definitely go check her out. And I want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who did the did all the MCU movies with me. Started his own podcast like two years ago. Gamer looks at 40. So definitely go check him out too. I'm on there quite often here, here and there. So go support him and check out No Mental Fantasy and the Nintendo Main Podcast. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Threads, Blue Sky, TikTok, Squirrel Videos, and YouTube audio only. And that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>